My guest today is Jason Murgatroyd, Financial Advisor, and we are talking about the budget. I'm Craig Skelton, Principal of the CS Financial Group, and my guest today is Jason Murgatroyd, who is a Financial Advisor at CS Retirement Solutions. Welcome back, Jason. Yeah, cheers, Craig. How are you doing? Okay? Yeah, good. Thank you. Are you? Yeah, very well, mate. Thank you. Very well. So, yeah, the big old budget. So we are doing a special on the budget, as Jason just said. So we're going to have a quick fire review of the budget, what's going on, what it means for the whole world, really, but more importantly, what it means to the mortgage and housing sector as well. So first of all, you all good, Jason, yesterday? Yeah, excellent, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was grilled, literally, yeah, watching uh, Rishi Shilnak go through his, his budget. Yeah, I was. Yeah, the highlight of yesterday was that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, like you said, the, there was quite a few leaks before, so we got a good idea in terms of what was going to happen. And obviously for us, particularly interested in stamp duty, 95% lending, which we'll talk about and all those sorts of things. But just an overview, furlough is extended till September. So that's good news for the for all the firms that are, have members of staff on furlough at the moment. They have support for the self-employed as well, extended as well until September as well which is good. Also, I think a few more people eligible now, aren't they, for the, the self-employed grants than what they were before. So that was a criticism last time, weren't it? I think a lot of people slipped through the net and didn't get any sort of support whatsoever. So that's good. Yeah, I think especially finance, self-employed have benefited uh, greatly on, on this one. So yeah, a bit of catch up. I think uh, Rishi had to do on that one. But no, it is looking positive. The furlough scheme, if you are, are having to take advantage of, of the furlough scheme, scheme it's not great news is it obviously you're being impacted by the covid but to have that support in place yeah it just i'm sure it puts an awful lot of people's minds at rest no definitely definitely and then overall in terms of the overall economy and we'll get into the details of the the housing bit but the state of the economy in terms of and sort of public finances, I think the forecast is pretty good for rebound to sort of... Yeah, mid-2022, aren't they? They're talking, you know, at that point we should be back on track. But I don't know, so much finite detail in how they come to these sort of um, predictions and things. I, I kind of take it all with a pinch of salt myself. It's an ever-changing thing as well. We've got new strains of this COVID coming through. We've got to be prepared for things that might present themselves that are going to set us back again, possibly. There's optimism that we've also got to keep his eyes on the ball haven't we yeah definitely i think the vaccine rollout will continue and good to see the support for the vaccine rollout from the government to get those um get the jobs out there and get as many people as we can as quick as we can vaccinated i had mine last week and last saturday so yeah you did yeah i've not had my call yet but hey ho there you go at least you can go on holiday to spain now if you want yeah yeah, I'm not sure why that happened, to be fair. And when I was stood in the queue for my jabs, I was the youngest there, but I, I was just very lucky, very, very lucky in terms of getting uh, my slot. So, yeah, but good news that will continue. So, yeah, a few changes in taxation, obviously with regards to income tax and personal allowances changing and then freezing for five years and things like that yeah and a lot of people are, are jumping on the back of that one in terms of it being a stealth tax and people are going to be paying a lot more tax in future i'm sorry but it's got to be paid for somehow hasn't it and if it isn't tax it's something else it is what it is and it's a progressive thing in terms of the tax the way he's done it yeah absolutely. we were talking before jason before we started to record this about who would want you sort of said who'd want his shoes and i so I said, I, who'd want to be a politician full stop? I just, it's a no-win no, no win 
role in it. You, you're in charge of a lot of things and you always, whatever you do, you're never going to win, but they're making the, the decisions the best they can. But we're not going to cover politics. We're not going to become a politician show or anything like that. So, um, no, definitely. So in terms of the housing market then, the good news was that the stamp duty is extended. Yeah, I mean, this is massive. I know you predicted this earlier, and I didn't know which way it could go when we were looking at those predictions. And we're doing it for a bit of fun, really, weren't we? But yeah, it did, I suppose, leading up to the budget. I'd heard that everybody was screaming out for it, so I did expect it to get extended. But it is fantastic news for, for the whole housing market. And yeah, obviously, that's it's a huge sector, isn't it, in terms of the the economy in the UK is the housing market and the housing sector. It affects so many different parts and, and people. Definitely. I think that there is good news because we've got so many, we, we talked about it at a meeting earlier on in the week where we've got so many sales that are tied up with regards to, and in the what we call the pipeline, it is frightening sometimes of how many purchases, I wouldn't say fall by the wayside because a lot of ours are the purchase price and would be stamp duty exempt anyway. But obviously, there's chains involved and stuff like that as well. So you've got to be mindful of that. So yeah, it just gives, I just hope that the solicitors don't, the conventors take their foot off the gas a little bit and think, oh, we've got a bit more breathing space now and uh, they slow the process down. But I'm, I'm sure they won't. No, I don't think they'll do that. But yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a great sort of incentive. And I suppose coupled with, yeah, the 95%, that's when it suddenly, yeah, turbo boosts it really from my point of view. Yeah, definitely. So going just to clarify with the stamp duty then, the stamp duty tax breaks was due to end at the end of March, being now extended till the end of June. The also the, the good news as well is that the, the starting rate on stamp duty after that will be a quarter of a million until the end of September. So for those house sales that are going through that are less than £250,000 will be stamp duty free as long as they're complete by the end of September, which is uh, even more good news really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, brilliant. Fine. So, that's the stamp duty. So, talk to me about the 95% then. So, we've already had quite a lot of stream of inquiries coming through to the firm about 95% mortgages. When are they back? What's the criteria? Who's offering what, when, and how? So, should we have a quick rundown on that, Jason? Definitely, mate. Definitely. So, yeah, we've seen this scheme before back in, I think, 2013. So, it's basically, it's a government-backed scheme. So, the government just reassure the lenders, you know, that they won't be out of pocket if suddenly there's a, a downturn in everything and, and people can't pay the mortgages back. It enables the lenders, yeah, to go right up there to 95% borrowing. People only need that 5% deposit now, which this is going to have a massive impact. And, and this is going to help not only first-time buyers, but importantly, second-time buyers as well. So coupled with the fact that we've got the stamp duty holiday till 30th of June, and then obviously the reduction moving on to September, that absolutely, this, this is going to have a, a huge impact for a lot of people. Yeah, and I, I expect we'll see a lot of lenders jumping on the back of this, but it is an optional thing, so these lenders don't have to subscribe to this mortgage guarantee scheme. But the ones that I've seen that have so far, the likes of NatWest, Santander, Barclays, HSBC, I think Virgin Money said they'll be coming in May, but the majority are coming in mid-April. We should start to see some communications coming through from the lenders soon, which is, yeah, so we need to get ready. I think Lloyds have added to the list as well now. So I think there's five overall mainstream lenders that are now offering it. So, so you're absolutely right. HSBC, Barclays, Santander, NatWest, 
and Lloyd's Virgin Money come in May time from what they've said so far, and I'm sure we'll hear more about that. I think the thing for people to remember is that 95% lending is back, and it's absolutely great that there is that sort of product, there's going to be those products out there. But you've got to make sure that you are eligible for those lenders' criteria because not everybody fits that those lenders' criteria when we look at the, the clients we have. Yeah. No, absolutely. One of the biggies there is going to be your furlough. So as we've seen, the extension to the furlough and obviously a lot of employers taking the furlough schemes on. So a lot of people being impacted by this. And again, yeah, you've just got to be mindful that it's possible that the lender's not going to accept you for a mortgage application whilst you're on furlough, or there's going to be very tight restrictions in terms of how much you can borrow. Definitely. And the thing is as well, is, is like you say, it's all back to affordability. So it's say you've, you only need a 5% deposit, but you've got to make sure that you fit in the affordability criteria. So furloughs, the impacts for the self-employed taking grants has an impact as well, doesn't it, on mortgage lending? Because some lenders don't like that either. Yeah, very much, yeah. And generally you question, well, how they're going to know. They're going to ask you for bank statements uh, and they're going to see the money's deposited into your account straight away. The underwriter, when they're manual underwriting these cases, they're just going to question that all day long before they decide to yeah, lend you any money. Oh, definitely, definitely. Any other hot topics from the budget yesterday that we um, should cover in terms of the, the housing market? No, I mean, don't forget also that we had the old help to buy scheme, didn't we, Uh, new builds. So there were some extensions there which was announced before the budget. So again, just adding this into the overall housing market side of things that there's obviously, I can see there's going to be a lot of traction in this area. I think just really reminding ourselves that we've still had a pretty catastrophic year in terms of the, the UK's finances. I don't think we're through through it yet, but just, yeah, there's some encouraging signs and it's just to, I think, certainly if you're in the market for a mortgage at the moment, you need to be talking to, to a mortgage broker. You need to be exploring whether you're going to fit the criteria for these 95% deals. And if you are, you need to do that soon because obviously we're going to see these schemes launch in mid-April which is literally just around the corner and I suspect we're going to see an awful lot of activity around new properties going on the market off the back of this so you need to get yourselves up and ready uh, and in fighting position as soon as you can. Yeah definitely I think you're absolutely right Jason I think the thing is don't wait till mid-April act now getting get advice now I think like I said before we've seen a, a big influx in inquiries through to the firm since the budget so people are taking advice on that which is great news which is absolutely great news but get advice now making sure you are ready if that once these schemes and are ready to launch and making sure they're eligible as well yep jason thank you very much for your time it has been a quick fire on this the podcast just to get the, the main top bullet points of the the budget out there so i appreciate your time and input yet again Thank you. And I'm sure we'll get you on the podcast, a normal podcast, pretty soon. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thanks, like I say, Jason, for your time to be the guest and talk about the budget. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed and listened so far. And we will be back to the normal weekly podcast uh, next week. We are talking bridging finance with Michael Tyson. Thank you very much. Thank you.